Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. The Square Ball Podcast. Welcome to the show. Brought to you with Levi Solicitors. There is a 10% discount on your legal fees at levisolicitors.co.uk forward slash the square ball. And following on from the cast judgment on Jean-Kevin Augustin, we are delving into another bizarre episode in Leeds United's transfer history. So we're going to hop in the DeLorean now and go back to the summer of 2006. Uh, Dan Moylan with you. Michael Normanson and Moscow White. Daniel Chapman here with the TSB Guide to the transfers of David Livermore. Exciting stuff. Who remembers? Who remembers the, the hot summer of 2006? Well, who doesn't remember? That's the question. Uh, so where were we in 2006? Were we rubbish, weren't we? We were about to be fucked. We didn't quite realise at this point, did we? Because we we got to a playoff final. Oh, that was exciting. That was good. That's when Phil Hay started covering Leeds United, you know. Mm, and it all went wrong. Phil Hay with hair at this point, I believe. Yeah. So yeah, we'd, we'd ended the season with a disappointing playoff final defeat. But you know we'd finished. In, so this was the that was the Watford game in Cardiff. Yeah, but we you know we'd got there, so we can't have been that bad. But the team that we got there with was all pretty old. Gary Kelly and Eric Backer had seen off the last of their Leeds Premier League contracts. Kelly retired. Backer went back to Norway, and then the spine of that team were kind of <laughs> all a bit old. Shall, shall, shall I list some of the big hitters for you, Michael <laughs> Butler? Gregan, Sullivan, Lewis, Blake. Some very big, all, big boys in there. All of which were over 30 years old at this point. Mm, and I mean, I was looking at this. I, in my head, Sean Gregan was about 40 by the point he left us, but he was actually in his early 30s. He was just he just moved like a man of, of more uh, senior years. <laughs> it is a real double, double whammy when you get a squad that is both ageing and massively out of shape. <laughs> Expanding yeah. rapidly. And the only young player in that uh, pr- that playoff team was Matt Kilgallen and we used this summer to sell him so he was um, so he was the only one under 24 is that right yeah that he, he was 22 at this point Fraser Richardson was 24 everyone else was old so he was sold to Sheffield United it was one and three quarter million wasn't it for him which goes to show that the the financial problems were there just the, the creep 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 mm-hmm. of what was about to happen in 2007 never mind all that because we've got an exciting new signing who is David Livermore where's he come from where does he go he was good on champ manager once. Right. I do remember that about him. Uh, and he was quite versatile as well, as we were to not discover he could play midfield and also fill in at left back, which he did for so, Millwall. Strengths. Versatile. Versatile. Once good on a computer game. Yep. All right. Played in the Arsenal youth team too, so pedigree. You can have that as a as a strength too. Ah, yeah. 
Uh, but yeah, he played played 300 games for Millwall at the point we signed him, so that's good experience. Yep. Good bunch of lads, Millwall. He's a better age as well, wasn't he? What was he, 25? He was, yeah, 25, 26, I think, when we signed him, which was... 26. Which yeah, was an improvement, so he was one of our younger players. Also, he'd really spent some time around some good wise heads, literally, in mm-hmm. this sense, that Dennis Wise in the FA Cup final, no less, in 2003, so he'd got, you know, he knew what it was like to... Play on the big stage, the biggest stage. Mm-hmm. Mm. We do actually. We still have the quotes from uh, Kevin Blackwell when he was signed. Arsenal on the official website said he's an experienced, a very experienced player. Will bring a lot to the club. Play in the middle or on the left, as he said, and has played in both midfield and at the back. Uh, we're always on the lookout for players who can strengthen the squad. David fits into that car- uh, category, and uh, yeah, we were ready to give him an initial two-year contract. That was just before his medical. Two years. Wow. And the reason we were going in for him in the first place is because we'd had people leaving the squad after that playoff final defeat. And again, knowing what we know about the financial problems that were to follow, having someone like Eric Backer off the books probably made sense. He left because his Premier League contract had finished. He went back to, to Norway to join Bran on a free. We'd also lost Liam Miller as well, uh, who'd been on loan, who went back to Scum before ending up. He was at Sunderland afterwards, wasn't he, with Roy Keane? Yeah, when, when Keane got the job there and they had a load of cash all of a sudden, he he took him. And then Sean Gregan, we, we didn't lose Sean Gregan in the summer, but we did shortly afterwards. And maybe that was part of the plan because they were like, this guy can't go on. <laughs> look, look <laughs> this at the, cannot continue. Look at the size of him. It was a strange, I mean, Sean Gregan's probably another another full episode here, isn't he? But um, yeah, strange player. He was kind of hated and then loved and then hated again pretty quickly. He went, uh, he, he never quite settled, did he? No. No, but what about I mean Livermore? Yeah, speaking of never quite settled, David I mean I, Livermore. <laughs> I'm not sure I've ever seen David Livermore play. You won't. You won't have done. He, um, he played only because he did play only two games. Yeah, but what I mean, what was he brought in to do? Was it? It was to sit deep in midfield, presumably, and been off Gregan at this point. You would think so. Yeah, he was a a better, more mobile version, I guess, of Sean Gregan was probably going to be the plan. Although Gregan played centre back sometimes as well, alongside um, the equally pacey Paul Butler. Which was a which was an interesting sort of setup that we'd go for sometimes. It was well thought of. Was was Livermore at this point? Mill he'd been Millwall's player of the year, and I mean, that's was, relative, isn't it? Well, I suppose <laughs> so. Yeah, but um, and he'd been linked with Southampton before. He'd, he'd actually been half sold to them previously, and, and had failed a medical there. Didn't put us off. We were straight, hell no. We were straight in for him. But um, no, Nigel Spackman said at the time I managed to dig out some quotes. You've said so Spack- ma- Spackman was he. Millwall's Millwall boss. manager at this yeah. point, yeah. He says, at the moment, I'm trying to keep everyone here unless I can find better elsewhere. I've only received an offer for one player and we will look at it, is what mm. he said. Um, so he's saying, if, if another, if other offers come in, we'll have to look at them. But a serious, just serious offers, not joke ones. Not joke ones. Yes. Um, and one of those offers did indeed come from us. Uh, depending on which report you read, we paid somewhere around half a million quid, maybe a bit less for him. Right. Okay. And it felt like a good deal. Like that's a, we were signing a strong championship midfielder who in an area of the squad where you know as we said we, did, we weren't exactly blessed well the squad was not blessed so <laughs> um, he seemed like uh, a good solid and alternative to, to just not having anybody I suppose <laughs> is, it, is it the customary warm body it seemed like a no it seemed like a good like an upgrade on the midfielders that we'd had and the age was right and the price you know spending half a million quid on a midfielder felt like yeah this is the kind of deal that can move the club forward and hopefully we'll get back into the playoffs maybe even a little bit better and, and, we, and he had he had been linked with us before as well there'd been talk of this for a while so when we actually got him it was a, it felt a bit like oh we're finally getting 
Dan, Dan James, come home, son. We're finally getting someone that Kevin Blackwell really rates as a, as a footballer. Um, is so, so we got him. It was that two-year contract did materialise, which feels a bit paltry now, given mm. how clubs like to spread fees out and things like that. Two years. July the 21st, then. Uh, yes, this is just, yeah, we need to probably put some time frames on this because it all happens quite quickly. I was going to say, this Leeds career. never mind weeks, not months. This is a this is a days, not weeks, isn't it? So yeah, so he said uh, there's been some big changes here at Leeds um, after they got relegated. And a lot of players have come and gone. It takes time to rebuild. I watched the playoff final and Watford did well. Fair play to them. But I've been talking to the lads and it's obvious that it still hurts a lot and yes. they want to put it right this season. He's talking a great game. They're yeah. a premiership club playing in the championship. It probably said something about the facilities at Thorpe Arch too because that, yeah, yeah. that was obviously what everyone had to say. That yeah. stock, I think they used to just like paste that in for them if they didn't say it. <laughs> and when we'd had eyes for him, he'd evidently had eyes for us as, for us as well because he'd said, I'm not sure why the move didn't come off last year. Um, I think the price Millwall were looking for was too much. Mm. And he nearly went to Southampton but the medical turned into a disaster which is, I don't know if that's like, <laughs> that's that's quite a strong way of saying that, it, that he failed a medical unless, I don't know. The, Blood spraying everywhere. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the, 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 the hospital burnt down at the time. It's like, yeah, I, I was actually perfectly fit. Just um, the the building collapsed. <laughs> You've all seen the towering inferno. It was, it was that, but with David Livermore having a medical at Southampton. <laughs> Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Well, we got him, and that's good news. Uh, July 21st, you know, nice part of pre-season, so he can meet all the lads, get to know the system, play in the friendlies, build up his fitness, get to just get to know the fans as well. And you've got to say that in pre-season, he impressed and things were going very well. <laughs> just just the two defeats out of two to lower league opposition. Yeah, yeah, so 78 minutes of a friendly away at Hartlepool, a 2-1 defeat for Leeds. I mean, that's a narrow, narrow scoreline. Mm. And Hartlepool, I'm not sure... I'm sure they had a strong team at the at the time. Again, similar Scunthorpe, only a 2-1 defeat. You played all 90 of that. But you've got to say, this is late July, and to be only losing 2-1 to <laughs> Hartlepool and Scunthorpe, that represents good good preparation. And we, in my and we book. know, it's, like, it's only pre-season, it doesn't matter, does it? It's character building fitness. too. You learn more in defeat than you do in victory, don't you? And that's that's an important so thing that's to what, remember That's, that's 100, 168 minutes of football. Friendly football. Friendly football. Which doesn't, 
He doesn't go on any record, does it? No. Essentially, oh. it performed. I'm actually a bit disappointed because I didn't realise he'd played in the Scunthorpe game. I always thought I'd witnessed his only Leeds performance because I went to that Hartlepool game. Was he good? Did he stand out? He did not stand out. Nothing stood out in that game, to be honest. It was one of those where you're like, fine. Who did you go there with? Did you enjoy it? Do you know, I went with my girlfriend at the time because she was living up in Newcastle. You absolute charmer, you. I know. I know what a treat for her. I think it might have been her. We did break up really really quite shortly after that. Not only David Livermore's move to Leeds was not the only (laughs) short-lived. I've got a treat for you this weekend, darling. What is it? Going to Hartlepool on the train to watch Leeds lose. David Livermore's debut, though. <laughs> you can say you were there. I wonder if she remembers. Probably uh, not. I mean, that, that's assuming she hasn't blocked you on all uh, social channels <laughs> by now for that. He's probably watching this now, cursing you. Mm. <laughs> that guy. So who played in this this amazing fixture, this this lucky one-off occasion that Michael took this this girlfriend to, to see? I'm pretty sure Steve Stone and Jermaine Beckford played. Well, Steve Stone didn't only play. What did he score? He scored our goal, Yes. Um, it was a great team. Neil Sullivan, Gary Kelly, Bobby Elliott, I guess must be different to uh, Robbie Elliott. <laughs> Eric Backer is still uh, with us at this point, just clinging on. Hayden Fox, mm. uh, Paul Butler, who probably had eyes on your girlfriend at this point. Uh, Steve Stone, Mark Fotheringham, and then uh, David Livermore wearing 11. And then the front two is actually David Healy and Robbie Blake. I mean, you think nothing can possibly go wrong. Wow. A big name, however in the Hartlepool United midfield. Come on, this you were there. Mark Tinkler. There you go. You see, you were there pretending to listen to whatever <laughs> your, uh, your your beau at the time was saying to you. But really, <laughs> eyes only for Mark Tinkler. Right. Um, Kevin Nichols. we need to talk about Kevin because five days after David Livermore signed, uh, on the 21st of July, 26th, we got Nichols from Luton Town and apparently the guy that we'd wanted in the first place. <laughs> Kevin Nichols was well thought of at this point. Yeah. There was excitement mm. around signing. Again, Kevin Nichols, an episode of this in himself. But he was really well rated an at An episode Luton. of this would be 20 minutes and be calling him scum. <laughs> <laughs> Which would be fair enough. And then we'll get Angus Kinnear on to fight you about it. But I'd take him on. Yeah, it's probably enough. the one person I've had chances with. I suspect it'd be quite a poor, poor quality fight, that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, You've got a, him on reach, though, I reckon. You'd be a, all right. A YouTube battle, and he's saying he could take me if I had no, shorter arms. He does weightlifting, doesn't he? So he doesn't true, do actually. weightlifting. We watch his weightlifting. <laughs> there's, watch. A, there's a difference, right? Anyway, where were we with Kevin uh, Nichols? Nichols. So we got Kevin Nichols, which is good. Apart from if your name's David Livermore, right? Because it means we can't really afford you anymore, and we've not got anywhere to put you in the team. And we might have spent money that we needed back. What to keep the bills possibly <laughs> the bills paid? Yeah. At this point, Steve Stone's not cheap to keep, and we've already got him. He's already in the door. So, so we'd, we'd signed him on the twenty first of July. By the second of August, he was sold to Hull. Yep. And the uh, an undisclosed fee. And there were reports as well that we'd either made or lost money, depending on who you believe. Yeah, I was trying to find a definite answer on this, but it's not entirely clear. It was one of those where maybe it was structured in a way that we could have made more or whatever. But the the club. Tried pretty much to just sweep this under the carpet. The statement read, at the time of signing David, Kevin Nichols and another potential midfield target weren't available to us. We then managed to acquire Kevin Nichols and things have now opened up on another target. The situation with David is that with everyone fit, he's unlikely to play. He's an honest professional and when the opportunity came up for him to talk to Hull, we gave him that choice. We wish David all the very best for the future. Oh, it's like getting a puppy from the, the shelter and then taking him back. Getting a nicer one. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, it's like getting a puppy from a shelter and then buying one from a pedigree breeder and uh, and kicking it back to the curb. We were quite... Uh, Do you kick puppies? Only if I don't want them. <laughs> um, 
we were quite consistent along the line. So uh, David Livermore has talked about uh, this. This was, um, although it was only a couple of years after when he was uh, talking about this, when he'd moved to uh, the Seagulls, he went to Brighton and they were asking him and he said, uh, um, the explanation Kevin Blackwell gave me, and can you imagine this conversation, Kevin Blackwell calling you aside after training and going, uh, actually, I've got something to tell you. Um, the explanation Kevin Blackwell gave me was that I was third on his list of players he wanted. Oh, thanks. And number one uh, and number two weren't available, so he signed me. His first two choices then became available, and he wanted to pursue them. He basically said there's an offer from Hull, and he wanted to bring the other two players in. As soon as I heard that, I thought it was best to talk to Hull. Um, and in the end, it was the right decision, because Leeds, well, I mean, spoiler alert, were relegated and we stayed up. Um, I had signed a three-year contract at Leeds, he says. Uh, people talk about the loyalty of players, but it works both ways. I mean, the other player that we were targeting and thought we were unable to get, presumably looking at the transfers, was Ian Westlake, who was another roaring success that season. Ian Westlake famously, as I might have said before, was on Grandstand back when that was on Saturday lunch times, And he once featured on there as being a dead good swimmer. Mm, I do remember that. Yeah. I think he spent a lot of time in the pool at Leeds as well with his his injuries being as they were. Um, I mean, as you said, Michael, Kevin Nichols is an episode in itself, isn't it? Uh, yeah. But basically, he came in, got injured in his first training session, and then kept getting injured after that. Yeah, Kev, yeah played a bit, got sent off, wanted to go back to Luton. Didn't say. Well, it's the short version. In between times, Dennis Wise took over as manager and decided he he made a big show and about the fact that this is the captain, this is the guy I want. And then three weeks later, he was like, "I want to go back to Luton. I don't like it here." <laughs> and strangely enough, if if he had stayed, if Livermore had stayed, he might have been all right under Wise because he knew him from Millwall and he might have thought, oh, this is someone I'm kind of happy to work with. But at that point, he'd... Um, too late, wasn't it? It was too late. Yeah. We'd, uh, we'd, I think we, we might have gone a bit early on sacking Blackwell that season. I'm not sure because Wise had loads of times to change it and we we never improved. Well, the other thing, well, that's the um, kind of the punchline to all of this um, with the, the, the pre-season friendlies and the transfers, buying Livermore, selling Livermore, bringing in our first two choices and then everything that was going on was that there was a pre-season meeting between Kevin Blackwell, his coaching staff, Ken Bates, and I think Mrs. Ken Bates was there as well, the chairman and his uh, handler, (laughs) at which um, Blackwell and his coaches were all asked how Leeds will do this season and they all went, we think it's going to be a disaster and we're probably going to get relegated and uh, Bates blew his top and didn't want to hear this and uh, they couldn't believe that there was so much negativity from the coaching staff. And um, guess what happened? <laughs> so the one thing Kevin Blackwell did call mm. was that we were we were going down with this this squad. Well, even with yeah. even with Kevin Nichols, he still didn't rate our chances. <laughs> Brilliant. Well, Nichols did only make fifteen appearances for us. Um, How many? And well, fifteen more than David Livermore got, got sent off. Well, yeah, got sent off once as well. We did end up getting relegated um, at the expense. Of uh, of Hull, well, we were, we were the ones who paid the expense, weren't we? They stayed up and 13 points ahead of us when you factor in the 10 points that got deducted for us going into administration. But we did that, we did that dodgy last yeah. day entry admin so thing. It was so. actually three points um, and they got bloody promoted the season after, which is annoying. Although, and again, Livermore was again screwed over a little bit on that in that season because they didn't, it would reach one of those points where he played any more games, they had to give him a new deal and they would, they'd sort of froze him out. And then to punish him, they sent him to be with Sean Gregan at Oldham. Oh. And then, and then later in his career, in a bizarre twist, he then ended up playing at Luton alongside Kevin Nichols. 
Well, there you go. In the years that followed. It was meant to be. Speaking of Nichols, that was a weird thing. So he was missing Luton, but we ended up selling him to Preston before he ended up going back to Luton, which was, again, we'll we'll have to do a separate episode. I guess guess it was the amount of money that Luton had or didn't have at that time that we we just had to get him somewhere else. And there's one more final twist in the tale. He finished his career at Histon. Do you remember Histon? Great yeah. bunch of lads. Yeah, who knocked us out of the FA Cup. So there you go. He wasn't playing in that game, though, to be clear. It was, oh, thank it was, God. It was a couple of years afterwards. I, I don't think we could have stood the awful, <laughs> awful, dreadful irony, of which there are many that surround Leeds. Well, that is the TSB guide to the transfers, plural, of David Livermore. We'll speak to you soon. The Square Ball Podcast. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code PROGRAM.